Good morning, church. It's good to greet you this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, I'm shooting this from my office, so I thought I'd do something a little bit different this morning. And uh, instead of speaking from the pulpit on the stage in our Worship and Performing Arts Center, I figured we'd have a little bit more uh, relaxed setting here. But, you know, it's been a good week here at the Croc Center. Uh, this past week on Friday, we did a uh, our preschool even though it's been closed for the last couple of months, we've had, we did a drive-through graduation for about, about 40, 41, 42 of our, our, our kids who've graduated from our preschool and they will be moving on into uh, to kindergarten this coming August. So it was a grand sight to see all the families driving through, lots of the families giving lays and gifts and, and honking and cheering. And we just wanna say congratulations to our, our preschool graduates of this year. Then, of course, this week we, uh, we continue to do our meal distribution uh, through various places throughout West Oahu. But we also had a, a number of these food boxes, produce and, uh, and protein and meat and eggs and milk. And uh, we were able to give those out to many families this week. But something we did a little bit differently this week was we asked some of you, some of our members of our church, uh, to take a number of these boxes of food. And, and it was quite a bit of food, enough to feed a family for about a week. Um, and we ask you to take them out and to share them with uh, friends or, or neighbors in need um, and use this as an opportunity to reach out to them and to, to let them know that you love them and care for them and that God loves them, that God cares for them as well. And so many of you took that opportunity and some of you took two or three or four boxes, some of you took eight or 10 or 12 and you shared them with your neighbors in need. And uh, it was such a blessing to hear some of the stories and the testimonies that you shared as, uh, as you shared uh, the good news of Jesus uh, in a practical way uh, with this wonderful box of food. And so uh, if any of, anyone else you would like to do that, uh, please let us know. Uh, we get these boxes of food coming in uh, next week as well. And it's a great way to reach out and to tell others about Jesus, not just to tell them, but to show them uh, by giving them something very practical and something that people would need. So give us a call. Let us know if you, you're interested in doing that. We'd love for you to, to partner with us as we reach out to our community. Well, this morning we're continuing in our sermon series um, on the parables, the parables of Jesus, the kingdom parables. And today we're looking at a very, very familiar parable. It's found in the book of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 7. And so if you have your Bibles, you want to take a look at that and open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7. And it's just a few short verses. It's Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. And this is the parable of the wise and foolish builder. So let's have a word of prayer before we look into the Word. Our Heavenly Father, we thank You. We thank You because You are such a wonderful God. We thank You for Your Word today as we look into uh, this parable of, of these two men who are, are building their houses, and one was wise and one was foolish. And Father, I pray this morning that we would uh, learn from this story, learn more about who you are, but also learn more about ourselves and who we are and what kind of lives that we're building uh, for ourselves right now. So Lord, bless us as we look into your word, and I pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, this story, takes place. Jesus is telling this story in Matthew chapter 7. But as this is really the last, sort of the last parable that Jesus is speaking or teaching, 
as he ends up on the Sermon on the Mount. And if you're familiar with the scriptures, the Sermon on the Mount uh, is this rather lengthy teaching, sermon, I guess, if you want to call it. Uh, and it spans through about three chapters in the Bible, from Matthew 5 all the way through Matthew 7. And so this particular parable, the parable of the wise and foolish builder, is really the last part. It's sort of the crowning piece. Uh, Jesus is summarizing his Sermon on the Mount uh, with this last parable. And maybe just to refresh your memories, uh, here are some of the things that Jesus spoke in, the, in, the, uh, in his Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 5, the Beatitudes. Um, uh, he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Uh, and those verses go on and on. And so that's part of, uh, part of the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus said this as well in the Sermon on the Mount. He says, you, and he's talking to his disciples, his followers, he's talking to you and me. He says, you are the salt of the earth. And he says, you are the light of the world. And so, uh, and so the Sermon on the Mount goes on. Here's a few other things. Um, Jesus said this, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder. Do not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. Here's something else as part of the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus said this, You have heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And then Jesus goes on and he says, You've heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, if someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other side. If someone wants to take your, your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If someone wants to take you for a mile, forces you to go one mile, go with him too. These are some of the things that Jesus said on the Sermon on the Mount. He talked about not just loving your neighbor, but loving your enemies as well. And these are all things that we need to take to heart as we, uh, as we try to live our lives today. Also in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus taught about prayer, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So all of these, along with a lot of other things, uh, are found in the Sermon on the Mount. And so Jesus is, is sort of ending this time and all of this teaching, which we've heard many of these teachings before, and hopefully we're living our lives according to that. But he ends it up with this particular passage, and it's uh, Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. And let me read that with you. And Jesus says, Therefore, Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, in other words, who obeys these words, is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash." Now, you know, this story is not a new one to many of us. We probably learned this if you went to Sunday school when you were a little child. 
you probably learned one of these stories. There's probably a number of different songs about, uh, about this parable and about this story. And the story is very practical. If you want a house that will be strong and sturdy, uh, you want to build it on a solid foundation. And that's pretty much common sense for the most part. But let me take a little bit closer look at, uh, at this story. And, and let's remember that a parable, remember, is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. An earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And as I think about the, these two men who are builders, building a house, I think of Jesus. Now, Jesus was a builder. We know that Jesus was a carpenter. So perhaps Jesus built uh, furniture for a house. Perhaps he may even built a house himself or several houses. So Jesus knew well what he was talking about when he told this story about these two builders. And so as we look at this story, I want to ask the question, what did these two men, two different men, they both had something in common. And there were two things. Number one, both of them built a house. Both of them built a house. And as I think about that, that's the earthly story, two men building a house. But what's the heavenly meaning? I think the meaning here Jesus is trying to tell us as we look back over the entire Sermon on the Mount and as he's concluding this, all of us, all of his followers, we're building something, not necessarily a house, but we're building our lives. You know, we talk about our kids as they grow, and my daughter just graduated from high school, and, uh, and our, our, our preschool kids just graduated from preschool, and we talk about them building their lives as they move on to, into the next chapter of their lives. They're going to build upon it. They're going to get more education. They're going to learn. They're going to grow. They're going to expand their horizons. Uh, they're going to grow in both wisdom and stature. They're going to grow physically, and hopefully they grow mentally and socially and educationally, but mostly that they'll grow spiritually. But you know, as adults, we face the same thing. We need to be growing every day. We are actually building our lives, even as we speak. We're living our lives, and we're also building our lives at the same time. And so, what am I trying to build in my own life? You know, on Friday, it was, uh, it was our wedding anniversary. Debbie and I had celebrated 23 years of, uh, of, of marriage on Friday. And uh, so as I think about how am I growing? How am I building my life? How, I, how am I becoming a better husband? What am I doing to become a better father? What am I doing to build my life so that I can become a better, uh, better employee or, or a better employer? Um, what am I doing with my life? How am I building myself so that I can become a better leader? And so as we think about these things, we're all building our lives. And what are we putting, what are the building blocks that we're using to build our lives so that we can become the person that God wants us to be? I think we go through life and as we, uh, as we face different uh, situations, um, we grow, we get tested, we get tried. And so we build not just our personhood, not just those things on the exterior by maybe getting another degree or, or learning a new skill or a new trade. But the most important thing is that we're building our character. We're building who we are deep down inside. Why? Because we all want a strong character. We want a sturdy house. We want something that will withstand the storms of life. 
So the question we need to ask ourselves this morning is, how am I building my life? You know, there's a phrase I like to use. It's, uh, it says, please be patient with me. God is not finished with me yet. And that's the way we need to look at life. God is not finished with us. I haven't reached a point in my life where I said, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm finished, I'm done. There's still a lot more for me to learn. There's still a lot more areas in my life that I need to grow and learn. And so these two men had these things in common. One was that they were both building their houses. And the question was, what am I building my house? What am I building my life on? And then the second thing these two men had in common was that they both had to face the storm. In both of these instances, Jesus uses the exact same words. It says the storms came up, the winds blew, the floods rose. And, uh, and, and it says, but the man who built the house on the rock, his house stood firm. The man who built his house on the sand, it said it collapsed and it fell to pieces. But the storms of life, the storms of life are, 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 are inevitable. It doesn't matter who we are, whether we're the wise man or the foolish man, whether we're aware of it, whether we're not, all of us face storms and we're all susceptible to them. It's like COVID-19. We're all susceptible to COVID-19. Um, there's a chance that we all could catch it perhaps, but we're not exempt from that. We can take precautions against it, but we're all susceptible to that. So all of us, are going through storms. Some of you may be coming out of a storm. Some of you may be in the midst of a storm right now. Some of you may be heading into a storm. And as I look at this whole situation today in our world of COVID-19 and all these other things that are happening, these are some of the storms of life that we're facing. And when storms hit us, there are times of uncertainty. We're not sure. We're not sure what's happening. We're not sure what's going to happen. And I know that some of you have faced some pretty tough storms in your life recently. Perhaps there was a death in your family. Perhaps some of you are facing some illness or some sickness that perhaps could be terminal. Uh, perhaps some of you are facing some financial storms. Um, maybe you're out of a job. Maybe you're not sure. Maybe your business went out of business. You're not certain of your own financial future. You've got bills to pay and no money to pay it. Some of you uh, perhaps may have some relationship issues. And um, these are storms that we all go through. And it's interesting, you know, someone was asking me a few weeks ago as we went through COVID-19 and as, as uh, they asked me, they said, Major, what, what, do, you think, uh, what do you think the Lord is is?" Um, what do you think the Lord is trying to teach you throughout this time? And I had to stop and think for a moment and I said, you know, I think what the Lord's trying to teach me is that I think the Lord is trying to strip away everything else that I've been relying on, that I've been leaning on, that I've been depending on. Uh, those things that right now I'm not certain if they're still going to be around. And I've, got to, and I've got to lean on the Lord. I've got to trust in the Lord that He's stripping away all these things. My safety, my health, my finances, uh, the future. Things were so uncertain. And so 
Um, I believe storms have a way of revealing what's underneath or what's inside or what's deep down. And I think of a storm and I think of the trees. I think of us here in Hawaii when we, when, uh, when we experience a hurricane. And we can see how the trees, if the tree is firmly planted, if it has a strong foundation, it can withstand a storm. But if there's a shallow foundation, if it's built on sand and not the rock, then uh, that tree will get blown away. And yet storms have a way of revealing what's really down there deep inside. And, and we've seen lots of things happening with COVID-19, with people's relationships kind of eroding or erupting. Um, because was that relationship healthy in the very first place? We see dysfunctional families perhaps who were able to cover that up and, and everything appeared fine. But when the storms of life hit, those things fell apart. And so you see the storms of life, they're inevitable, and yet they have a way of revealing who we are deep down inside. And so I believe that storms, the difficult times in life, reveals our true character. And, um, and yet this parable is telling us that if we build our lives on the Word of God, and not just be hearers, but doers as well, as it says. It says, the man who hears these words and does them is like the wise man. And so it reminds me of, of, of a couple of words. One is the word integrity. Integrity, having that strength of character, having that, that uh, what you are deep down inside is the same thing as what you are on the surface. And what people see is what they get. And so I believe we need to be people of integrity. And, um, and I think of structural integrity. When I see a bridge, uh, when I see a building, uh, it is structurally, it has structural integrity and it can withstand all the forces of a storm, whether it's a, whether it's a wind or rain or floods or even an earthquake. And I look at outside of my office, these, these, uh, these great pillars that go deep down into the ground that holds up this, uh, this guideway for the rail that's right outside the croc center. Uh, I was here when they dug down deep and they put those pillars deep into the ground and they went, they went, uh, 30, 40, 50 feet deep into the ground here so that it can withstand any storm, any hurricane, even an earthquake and land movement. And that thing's pretty solid. So you could put a, a big train on there filled with hundreds of people and it would be safe. And so that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying integrity. Do we have that integrity of character in our own hearts and in our own lives? And then the second word is the word obedience. And that's the gist of this story. James 1.22, and I know some of you are studying the book of James. He says, don't just be hearers of the words, but doers. We know the stories. We know the Bible verses. We know the lessons. We've heard them time and time again. We go to the Ohana groups. We hear the sermons. We know the right answers. We memorize the verses. The question is, are we being obedient? Are we doing? The wise man, Jesus said, 
is the one who hears these words, who's heard all these things that I've taught you in the Sermon on the Mount, all of these teachings, all of these kingdom principles, not just hearing them and being able to discuss them and talk about them and maybe even be able to preach about them, but are we able to do it? Are we able to obey? And Jesus says, if you're the kind of person that can hear the Word of God and obey it and live it out in your daily life, then you are like that wise man who when the storms of life come, your house, your life will be sturdy and will withstand any storm. And so let me, um, let me close on this note here. And it's something that I just recently, as I was doing some research for this sermon, is that Jesus said, if you listen to my word and you obey it, your house will withstand the storm. And so as I think about that, it gives me a sense of security and confidence, even though I'm not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. Is there going to be another outbreak of COVID-19? Will the government put another shelter-in-place order and shut down every business and tell us to go back home and stay there for another two months? We don't know. That could happen. There's been an increase in COVID-19 cases um, in many states across the country and even here in Hawaii. But I don't know what the future holds. But I do know whatever happens, because I believe I'm trusting in the Lord and I'm trying to be obedient, that no matter what happens, no matter what storm comes my way, God promises and reassures me. He says, Phil, your house is going to stand because you've built it on a solid foundation. So I would encourage each and every one of you, um, as you've built your life on the Word of God, on hearing His Word, of being obedient to that, take comfort, take courage. No matter what storm comes your way, you're going to stand firm. And not because of what we've done, but because of what God has done. It's His Word. It's the power of His Spirit that we're able to be obedient and to be faithful to Him. Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, I thank You for this day. I thank You for Your Word today. I thank You for the promises that are true, that as we build our lives upon Your promises, upon Your truths, and as we appropriate those promises and truths, as we try to live them out, as we try to be obedient and faithful to your word. I pray, Father, as we, we do that, as we continue to trust in you, that you would just give us that assurance and the promise, um, as you've stated in this, this simple parable, that as we continue to trust in you, you will keep our lives safe. We will have a firm foundation that we will be able to weather any storm that comes our way. And so, Father, I pray for each person that's listening this morning. I pray that you would give them reassurance. I pray, Father, that they would look deep down into their own hearts and examine their own lives to make sure that they are building their lives on the rock, on you, Jesus Christ, on the sturdy foundation. I pray, Father, that they would know that and that they would have that reassurance and that confidence that no matter what comes our way, no matter what it may be, 
um, that we are safe and secure in your hands. And for that, Father, we thank you, and we worship you, and we praise you. And I pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.